Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. I'm Alicia. My name is Stacy. Thanks for joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Hot out of the oven, the two trashy divorces of first female Iron Chef Kat Cora. It is quite a story with a whole lot of legal action over years. Good stuff coming before we begin our episode today. We do have some love and thanks to give to our most recent supporters on patreon.com slash trashy divorces, getting ad-free and early episodes, spiderwebs, dumpster dives, bonus divorces too, all coming this week. It's going to be a big week on Patreon. We are so glad to welcome all these new folks to that magical community. Stacy. Who is in the magic mirror this week? Thanks so much for joining us, Louise W., Cindy H., Susan O., Lisa B., Tanya A., Kathleen R., Claire, Connie, Colleen, and last but not least, Winona J. Holy cats, thanks everybody so much. New folks, existing Patreon supporters, we're really grateful to you, and we are really grateful for you. Thanks for joining us today. If we don't start this episode, you're going to find me right where you left me. Probably time to go, go, go. All right, Stacy. Admittedly, I'm pretty sure this story is not about a cat. It's kind of about a cat. I don't know anything about Cat Cora. Give me the trashy lowdown. All right. Well, Kat Cora made history when she became the first ever female Iron Chef on the Food Network's hit show in 2005. Since then, she's remained a fixture in the food world and in pop culture. Kat capitalized on her Iron Chef win by becoming a lifestyle entrepreneur, author, frequent guest of talk shows, contributing editor, and advocate for healthy living. She's also been the executive chef at many restaurants, as well as opened and operated restaurants of her own. I think, I don't think they're all still open, but I think she's opened 18 restaurants. Holy cats. Mm -hmm. Oh, holy cats, Cora. Holy cat, Cora. (laughs) So she has truly earned the title of celebrity chef. And Alicia, you'll be thrilled to learn that she has recipes for copycat versions of things like loaded potato skins and Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Oh, yum. We're going to enjoy some tasty rewards from this story's research. Oh, fantastic. Anyway, Kat is from Jackson, Mississippi. She came out as gay to her family at the age of 19. And although Mississippi in the 1980s was, you know, maybe not the most open-minded place to be, Kat said that she didn't really care what anyone had to say about her being a lesbian, and it sounds like her family was really accepting. So all is good. Good on them. In the culinary field, she says that she didn't experience significant discrimination due to her sexual orientation, but that women in general were typically unwelcome in kind of finer dining type kitchens. She told HuffPost, for me personally, I've experienced more harassment and discrimination as a woman than I have as a lesbian. I guess that makes high-end kitchens sort of open-minded. Anyway, in addition to her many personal and professional highs, she's 
also experienced some significant challenges in life as well. She's been married twice and unfortunately divorced twice also, although great for us. Since she's a public figure, her divorces and one messy post-divorce situation in particular have also been quite public. Meow, let's do this. Absolutely. Catherine Ann Cora was born on April 3rd, 1967 in Jackson, Mississippi. Ah, Aries girl. Okay. Although typically I think when we think of Mississippi style cuisine, we think of soul food, deep fryers, and Kool-Aid pickles. What are, I'm sorry, what are Kool-Aid pickles? Kool-Aid pickles, where you mix up a batch of Kool-Aid and then you dump all the pickle juice out of a jar of pickles and then you pour the Kool-Aid into the jar of pickles and you put it in the fridge for a few hours, few days, not quite sure on the mechanics and then you get a sweet and so it's a coolicle. I, this is brand new this information is, to me. I don't think I've ever had a Kool-Aid pickle. As far as I know, Cat Cora has no experience with this whatsoever, <laughs> but it is one of my favorite Mississippi food things in the world ever. So Kool-Aid pickles. Kool-Aid pickles. Kool-Aid All right. So Cat was raised by parents who embraced many different types of food, partly because her father was Greek and her mother had traveled all over the world because her father was in the military. So both of her parents had very broad palates and, you know, well, beyond maybe your traditional Mississippi cooking. Her grandfather, father, and her godfather were all restaurateurs. Oh, really? So, yeah, she knew at an early age that she would also like to own restaurants. She was interested in all aspects of a healthy lifestyle. So she majored in college in exercise physiology and biology before going on to attend the Culinary Institute of America, the CIA, in Hyde Park, New York. Oh, wow. Okay. It was here that she learned just how male-dominated the professional food and restaurant world was. Fortunately, though, Kat had met one of her idols, Julia Child, while she was still deciding how to pursue her desire to become an executive chef. Oh, that had to have been incredible. Oh, so incredible. Julia Child gave her very specific and very prudent advice saying, you need to go to the Culinary Institute of America and as soon as possible, get a culinary degree. Which is what she did. Julia Child continued to be a friend and mentor to Cora. Cora would tell the Food Network of this, quote, she taught me a lot about integrity, being gracious, and about always being a student. You never quit learning. Always be a student of cooking. Well, that's a good way to think about it. Absolutely. After culinary school, Kat was one of only a few women to be accepted to cook at two different three-star Michelin restaurants in France. She then returned to the U.S. and made her TV debut in 1999 as co-host of the Food Network's Melting Pot with Rocco Despirito. Making a big name for herself in the culinary world, Kat Cora made history in 2005 when she became the first-ever female Iron Chef on the Food Network's hit show, Iron Chef America. I mean, what an accomplishment. That's amazing. Oh, for sure. I, I used to love that show, so good on her. Her career has been one success after another since then, and she holds many firsts for women in the industry. And now we move on to First Marriage and Ugly Split. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So Kat had been in a long-term committed relationship with her partner, Jennifer, since 1998. They share four sons together. In 2013, they officially married after being together for 15 years, as soon as it was legal wherever they lived. In 2010, the couple did an interview with Working Mother magazine where they discussed their journey to becoming parents. 
So they're together. Mm -hmm. They have four kids. Mm -hmm. After they've been together 15 years, then they get married. Right. Because, wow. Well, they wouldn't have been allowed to prior. Well, no, I get that. I just am mm -hmm. anticipating mm -hmm. the bad that's coming. Okay, go right. ahead. Right. You would think this would be like, ah, oh, finally. Finally, like, yeah. You know, here's the piece of paper that, you know, and yeah, then it all fell apart. Okay. Kat said, quote, we knew we wanted to have four kids. She didn't want to wait, and she got pregnant quickly. After she did, we decided I shouldn't wait. It would be easier to raise two young babies together, almost as twins. Jennifer could breastfeed for me when I was on the road. So the couple used one sperm donor for all pregnancies, and Cora explained, the doctor implanted Jennifer and me with each other's eggs. So she gave birth to our son, but he's my biological child. I carried another son, but he's Jennifer's biological child interesting way to do it. Also, we avoid using the names of young children, and I think all of her children are still pretty young, so we're just... That is one heck of a Punnett square, though, if you think about how everything's cross-going yeah. in that one. That's amazing. Jennifer would end up giving birth to three of their children. Kat gave birth to one, and that is their... You four know, kids. Yep, four okay. kids, six-person family. All sons, actually. So once the children were born... The parents had to go through the process of legal adoption because they were a same-sex couple. They were not technically married. Isn't that incredible? Even though they birthed yes. the kids. Yes. Uh, wow. But laws. they had to become second parent, like adoptive second parents to the... Makes it's, sense. It's Yeah, it's not great. I think that's done with now that we have legal marriage. But anyway, in June of 2012... There was a bit of a challenging time because Kat was arrested for DUI in Santa Barbara, where, oh no. where they lived. It was determined that she had a blood alcohol level of 0 0.20, which is way over the 0 0.08 that is, uh, you know, danger zone. There was obviously some bad press stemming from this, not just for the DUI, but also for the circumstances surrounding it and Cora's mugshot. The police allowed Cora to come back several days later for her mugshot. So in the picture, she had her hair done. She looked composed. She was obviously sober. Cora was taken to a sobering house instead of jail on the night of her arrest as well. A lot of people were like, hmm, would that happen to me, random nobody, if I got pulled over instead Interesting, of Barbara? Interesting, a sobering house. They just let you hang out and get sober. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, the Santa Barbara PD spokesperson defended the decision and claimed it was Definitely not, because she's a celebrity. Saying, oh, of course not. Sure. Quote, the sobering house is a place where cooperative, nonviolent people who've been arrested for DUI are taken to sober up before being released. Before being released and charged, or? Well, she was charged. Yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. But she had no prior record. I mean, it was, sure. it was one of those things that happened. She released the following statement, quote, I deeply regret my decision to drive that evening after my designated driver became unavailable. I learned a very important lesson from this experience and take full accountability for my actions. This will never happen again. And as far as I know, has not. Good on her. So she was ultimately sentenced to three years probation, nine months of DUI school, and she paid like close to $2,400 in fines. She had received a 120-day suspended jail sentence, but she was at the sobering house. Like, she never served any jail time. Unfortunately, the marriage between Kat and Jennifer only lasted two years before they would file for divorce in 2015. That was certainly not the end of it, though. This divorce and its aftermath got 
very, very messy. Oh, no. So Kat claimed that Jennifer was making her life a, quote, living hell, unquote, and was trying to destroy her, quote, at any cost. The accusations and fighting went on way longer than just like the period of the divorce or even the marriage, really. Kat Cora would marry again. Her next wife, uh, Nicole, compared Jennifer to Ted Bundy in 2020. Pure. Wow. Yeah, things didn't seem to start out terribly with this divorce. They released a statement, a very civilized statement, in November of 2015 when they filed, quote, It's with great sadness that after 17 years, a tremendous amount of work, careful consideration, and heavy hearts, my wife and I have mutually decided to no longer remain married. In love, there is a season, a reason, and a lifetime. Oh, I hate that saying. Although this is not what we ever imagined, we will always have four incredible reasons to celebrate our years together, our sons. We're forever parents to our boys and are jointly committed to raising them in a peaceful, nurturing, and healthy environment. Good statement. Good statement. Interestingly, both women filed for divorce. TMZ, what? Yeah, TMZ obtained divorce papers showing that Kat was requesting joint custody of their four sons, but Jennifer was requesting to have full physical custody. Soon, more details kind of emerged into the public, and things got quite a bit uglier. Kat's lawyers filed documents accusing Jennifer of bad-mouthing Kat to the children. Also, it was released that the couple had mutually agreed that Kat would file for divorce, but Jennifer had gone behind her back and filed at the same time. Oh, no, that's dirty. According to Kat, this was just out of spite. Just a pokety-poke-poke. Jello pickles everywhere. Kool-Aid pickles. Sorry. (laughs) Kat and her lawyer were asking that Jennifer be required to submit to a vocational analysis and get a job instead of relying solely on Cora to support her after the divorce. 2015 was not all bad for Kat, though. That same year, she became the first female chef to be inducted into the American Academy of Culinary Chefs Hall of Fame. That's exciting. Yeah, by the American Culinary Federation. Their divorce was finalized in 2016, and things seemed to calm down for a while. But Cat uh, remarried, which appeared to spark a whole lot of hostility between the exes. In 2018, Cat was sued by the Gersey Schneider accounting firm for breach of contract. The firm claimed that as of September 18th, 2018, Cat owed them a total of $169,171.15 for work they performed for her over several years. Wow, that's $170,000. She disputed the claims and blamed her financial issues on her ex-wife, Jennifer. So the parties reached a settlement agreement, this is according to Radar Online, which brought the total down to only $144,167 and allowed Cora to pay the balance in installments. But the agreement said that if she defaulted, the total would bounce back to the 170K-ish number. So Radar Online reached out to Kat for a statement and she said, quote, the genesis of this action is my longstanding and contentious divorce with Jennifer. As a result of an antiquated system, With unprotective judges and greedy ex-spouses, Jennifer was rewarded for taking me to court 16 times over the past five years. Oh my god. 
This in- 16 times? Can you imagine? That's just malicious. This injustice is compounded by a court system that imposed a receiver to take 100% of all income owing to me and my businesses in order to pay Jennifer, her lawyers, and the receiver. None of the proceeds that have been paid to the receiver have been released to me, and as a result of the court's actions, I have been left with no money to pay taxes, bills, or even to live. As a result of Jennifer's actions, there was no money to pay the expenses of my businesses, which were integral to our receiving income. I was forced to lay off all our employees, cancel our insurance policies, stop all marketing efforts, and sell what was left of my business. I will now take a salary from a third party in order to make ends meet. Talk about to the cleaners. This is where I'm simply too cheap to get divorced. I, I'm sorry, but if you're going to output to lawyers and courts and y'all get that petty over your divorce, I just look at the money absolutely wasted. Yeah, I mean, it does not have to work that way, but clearly it can. Just so. what you do when you're that mad that you're going to mm -hmm. risk financial safety and security for a lot of years just for spite. It's incredible. Well, I have news. Oh, goody. Um, because things only got worse from there. <laughs> Sounds right. In 2020, Kat told Page Six, never talk to Page Six, that since 2015, when the couple filed for divorce, what she has been dealing with from Jennifer is, quote, a nightmare that I can't wake up from. Referencing recent court documents that she had filed against Jennifer, Kat said, quote, it's cyberstalking, mental and emotional distress and abuse. In September 2020, Kat petitioned the court for a domestic violence restraining order against Jennifer. Oh, no. In the petition, she cited an incident when she claimed Jennifer cornered her and Nicole in public places like the boys' school or like baseball practice, invading their personal space while making a scene. Hooray. So Nicole would be the new wife, and Jennifer doesn't sound like she's over it. No. So here's a quotation, uh, quote, her parents witnessed it, all six kids, cats four plus Nicole, new wife's two, saw or heard her cornering Nicole. Jennifer got up in Nicole's face. It was pretty shocking. She's such an uncooperative co-parent. For instance, she's taken me to court 15 times in four years and has basically bankrupted me by having to defend myself. Wow, that's, this is terrible. Yeah. So Kat's new wife, second wife, we will, we will get to that. Nicole Ehrlich contributed to the interview and told Page Six that Jennifer gets, quote, her power and happiness from making Kat miserable and then went on to compare her to Ted Bundy, as already mentioned. Yikes. Kat's petition for a restraining order said the final straw, and this, this is a good final straw, was when she, Nicole, and their six kids were home together and a strange man trespassed onto their property and approached a window while shouting. Uh-oh. Right. Cora says, I didn't know if we were being robbed, if we were going to be killed, if he was trying to get into our house. I had no idea who this person was. So Nicole ran after the guy and they got him surrounded until police arrived. He was there to serve legal papers. So Jennifer had sent him. But Kat claims he never rang the front doorbell and instead, quote, criminally trespassed and didn't leave when we told him to stand off our property until the police came. The police told us that we absolutely should file a restraining order against Jennifer. 
Quote, she's never cared if I needed to be with my mom or the kids or anything, Kat wrote in the restraining order petition. Quote, her whole goal in life is for me to fail, be destroyed, not have a relationship with the kids. For everyone I know, I am a bad person. She's desperately trying to make me seem like a bad person, bad mother, anything to hurt me. This sounds very vindictive. Yeah, we don't actually know when this is going to fight. I mean, this looks like it may continue being a fight until the youngest child turns 18 or 21. As of August 30, 2022, Kat still legally owed Jennifer $100,000 in support obligations, according to TMZ. Jennifer, quit taking her to court, man. You're just you're in you're in the divorce financial hole by this point. Apparently, she's got a hundred thousand reasons to keep taking her to court. So, <sighs> okay, well, that was a that was that was a lot of drama, conflict, bad divorce. We're gonna take a little break to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, we're gonna visit a little alone time with TD alum Brandy Glanville. Oh my. Nothing's linear. Everything is connected. See you on the flip. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Alicia, what would a story even be if it didn't involve a weird fling with a housewife? I'm still trying to get over Kool-Aid pickles, so continue on with Brandy Glanville. I knew that was going to blow your mind. In 2017, Page Six reported that Kat and Brandy Glanville had a lesbian fling, as they so helpfully put it, while filming the cooking show My Kitchen Rules. Brandy Glanville has long described her sexuality as fluid. Glanville addressed it on Watch What Happens Live and said that she actually considered settling down with Kat, but then Brandy remembered how attracted she was to men and decided that she couldn't commit to another woman for the rest of her life. The former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star explained the brief relationship, saying, She's hot. She's talented. Why not? I mean, that's fair. When host Andy Cohen asked Glanville if she could see herself settling down with a woman, she said, quote, I did actually think that because she's so cool and talented and wonderful. But then I saw a hot guy walk by and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> so according to page six, Brandy Glanville and Kat hooked up for like a couple weeks, but Brandy ultimately called it off because she could not be in a serious relationship with a woman or it sounds like maybe anyone, anybody based on our earlier discussion of, uh, you can go listen to that episode. Second marriage. Finally. Okay. In 2017, Kat began dating producer Nicole Ehrlich, music industry executive. Okay. 
The couple quickly fell in love and they decided that they wanted to spend the rest of their lives together. While planning their dream wedding, they appeared on an episode of TLC's Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, exciting. Where they each chose a beautiful gown to wear to their wedding. Nicole is not, you know, as famous uh, as her now ex-wife, but has actually been in the entertainment industry for more than 20 years. She's an accomplished director and producer. She's won both a Grammy and an Emmy. Her Grammy came from her work on Lady Gaga's Bad Romance video, and her Emmy from Lady Gaga Presents the Monster Ball Tour at Madison Square Garden, an HBO special. Oh, that's great. Yeah. According to Distractify, they found each other on the dating app Raya. The, uh, Interesting. Super elite uh, uh-huh. the app for all the super famous. When they met, Nicole said it was love at first sight. On April 21st, 2018, they married at the Via Verano Estate in Santa Barbara. Today was such a magical day. I married the love of my life, Nicole, in front of all our family and closest friends, Kat told Us Magazine. To share our love and commitment to one another alongside our six sons was a dream come true. We couldn't have asked for a more perfect day. And, of course, Nicole brought her two sons into the marriage so as well. That's so that's the six. Yes, four plus perfect. two, six, family of eight. It's like the Brady it's, Bunch boys it, alone. A lot. A lot. It's a lot. It's John and Kate plus... All right. The two kept their career separate for the most part, but they worked together on Kat's collaboration with California's Miller Family Wine Companies. Hand on Heart Collection. Hand on Heart is a collection of premium non-alcoholic wines. They sell for about $15 a bottle. There's a Chardonnay, a Cabernet, and a Rosé. And not only are they alcohol-free, but they're also lower in sugar, calories, and carbs. So basically everything you want in wine has been removed. Fantastic. (laughs) No, that's unfair. I've not tried the product. Unfortunately, Kat was no luckier in love on the second go-round. Oh, no. Kat and Nicole announced their split in April of 2021 after three years of marriage. Yeah, it's not terribly long. No, but you have to imagine if Kat is just being, like... Pummeled by Jennifer. Yeah, just trapped in this, like, ongoing litigation and accumulating debts for legal services. Just the whole nine. I'm sure it was stressful. Thankfully for both of them, this divorce seemed to go a lot more smoothly than the first one. Well, because she's still trying to divorce wife number one. So TMZ got hold of the settlement agreement and learned that Nicole was awarded some furniture, some jewelry, a few bank accounts. There were three cars, a 2010 Lexus RX 350, a 2015 Audi CV, and a 2017 Jeep. Kat retains full ownership of her companies to the extent that she held ownership. I guess any, any shares that maybe Nicole had acquired in the marriage reverted not sure who gets the jello pickles sorry the kool-aid pickles both women (laughs) waived the right to spousal support because they're both okay okay so on to that wine company collaboration the marketing director for miller family wines commented on it and also kind of on the end of kat and nicole's marriage nicole doesn't drink and the couple couldn't find a selection of non-alcoholic wines so they reached out to the miller family the upshot is that it launched the joint venture between cat and the miller family hand on heart wine in other words although the marriage between cat and nicole ended it could also be said to have been the beginning of a beautiful relationship between cat and the winery oh well that's nice sure i mean i appreciate 
people on their sober journey, or maybe you just don't like alcohol too much. So having an alcohol-free alternative, that's great. Sure. And I know there's a boom market on that right now because a lot of people are sober curious, trying to moderate. It's all good. The pandemic was hard on everybody. It, Let's be honest. I, and, and we're using past tense why. Well, the pandemic was and is uh, still a little bit hard. Let's on say a lot 2020 of was hard on everybody. <laughs> okay, this is a, a nice spot to pause for another message from sponsors. When we come back, we will look at the further adventures of Cat Cora. And in particular, nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts kitty in a corner. I love it. Back in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Bravo Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Bravo Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Bravo, bros. Good job. All right, further adventures of Cat Cora, human, not feline. Not feline. Cat competed on Fox's competition show, The Real Dirty Dancing. This is a reality competition show where celebrities recreate dance scenes from the 1987 film Dirty Dancing. I had no (laughs) No idea idea such a thing existed. Wow. Kat impressed viewers and judges with her dancing talents and flair for performance. She really is fun on television. She's like a renaissance woman. Incredibly. I can cook and dance. Incredibly engaging personality, which is why she's been successful, like as a celebrity chef. Anyway, she and Corbin Blue from High School Musical won the competition with the impressive recreation of the iconic lift in Dirty Dancing when Patrick Swayze lifts Jennifer Grey. Really? Well, good on her. A proud cat said, we worked so hard for that. The fact that we nailed that lift, we got one shot at it and we nailed it. I was just overcome with so much emotion. It was magical. Amazing. The dancing partners practiced the lift in a lake the way that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Well, that's how you have to learn the move. In the movie. (laughs) The competition meant a lot to Kat for many reasons. She said she had to step out of her comfort zone, be vulnerable doing something that she hadn't done before, and that she was older than the other competitors at the age of 55. Of overcoming all of these challenges and nailing the lift, Kat said, quote, that was really empowering. And she also wants women and young girls to know that you can do anything at any age. Never put yourself in a box. Or, to put it more appropriately, nobody puts baby in the corner. That's amazing. So that is the current sitch with Kat Cora, celebrity chef, dancer, and escapee from Mississippi. (laughs) That was an incredible story. We're going to get mail from Mississippians if we leave that in. <laughs> no, we need to know where to get the best Kool-Aid pickles we need, in Mississippi. We need more. What flavors should we try if we're going to try this at home? We need more details about the Kool-Aid's friends. I've read about them. I have not driven through Mississippi in a number of years at this point, but uh, I, I'm so sad I didn't know to look for them when I did back in the day. Okay, Stacy, that was quite a ride. How many trash cans? For Cat Cora. I think we're talking like 
the trash cans behind a fine dining restaurant at the end of a busy Saturday night shift. Something along those lines. Sure, sure. Hiding behind the grease trap. Yeah. But they stay hidden for six years Mm. and it takes 15 court cases to find them. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a story. Thanks for that. You're welcome. As we're closing it down, I need to let all of our trash pandas who are reality TV fans. Mm -hmm. This week on Dumpster Dive on Patreon, in addition to your breaking headlines, we are joined by one of our favorite friends, Double E, who breaks down the entire Vanderpump saga scandal. The Scandoval, I believe it's called. Over the last 10 years, it's a lot of fun. Big thanks to Double E for that comprehensive breakdown. Also, coming on Patreon this week, I am bringing you my bonus divorce for May. That's going to be a good one. And if you need another podcast to fill your ears from the Hemlock Creatives brand, that's us. We're the Hemlock Creatives brand. That's us. We like trees. Please check out Trashy Royals. We have just launched this. Uh, Search for it in your podcast app. It was so much fun when we did a season of it here. I think this was a summer fill-in a few years back. So we've spun it off to be its own magic. And oh my, the stories that you will hear. Oh my. Trashy Royals is us together. I do have a little side chick solo adventure. (laughs) Done and done. This Monday, we are making it to the sixth of our high society swans, Lee Radswell. Lots of good trashy spiderwebs all around this joint. Check out Trashy Royals or Done and Done if you need a little bit more podcast listening. Sunday, Wednesday are Trashy Divorces. Monday is Done and Done. Thursday is Trashy Royals. We at Hemlock Creatives are always bringing the content to you. We will be back with you here on Trashy Divorces on Wednesday. Thanks again for tuning in. And until we meet again, we'll be right here where you left us. Y'all, keep your hands clean. Keep your hearts oh so trashy. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Big love. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.